Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Robin Hinkle, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. A reading from Esther, chapter 4, verses 4 through 17. When Esther's maids and her eunuchs came and told her, the queen was deeply distressed. She sent garments to clothe Mordecai, so that he might take off his sackcloth but he would not accept them. Then Esther called for Hattak, one of the king's eunuchs, who had been appointed to attend her, and ordered him to go to Mordecai to learn what was happening and why. Hattak went out to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate, and Mordecai told him all that had happened to him and the exact sum of money that Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasuries for the destruction of the Jews. Mordecai also gave him a copy of the written decree issued in Susa for their destruction, that he might show it to Esther, explain it to her, and charge her to go to the king to make supplication to him and entreat him for her people. Hattak went and told Esther what Mordecai had said. Then Esther spoke to Hattak and gave him a message for Mordecai, saying, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is but one law. All alike are to be put to death. Only if the king holds out the golden scepter to someone may that person live. I myself have not been called to come into the king for 30 days. When they told Mordecai what Esther had said, Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, Do not think that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silence at a time such as this, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another quarter, but you and your father's family will perish. Who knows? Perhaps you have come to royal dignity for just such a time as this. Then Esther said in reply to Mordecai, Go, gather all the Jews to be found in Susa, and hold a fast on my behalf, and neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will also fast as you do. After that, I will go to the king, though it is against the law, And if I perish, I perish. Mordecai then went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. Here ends the reading. You know, today's reading is a wonderful story from our Old Testament about a beautiful young Hebrew girl who was chosen to be one of the wives of the king of Persia. From this story, we learn that she was not only pretty, but also wise, faithful, and bold. 
by trickery, a man named Haman, who was a high up official in the court of the king, had tricked the king into issuing a death warrant for all of the Jewish exiles who lived in the kingdom. What the king, for some reason, did not realize is that this death warrant would also apply to his beautiful wife, Queen Esther. Now, Esther did not know about this plot by Haman until her uncle Mordecai comes to the palace to see her in hope that she could convince the king to change his mind. This was a dangerous proposition for Queen Esther because you did not just get to pop in and have a conversation with the king. He had to invite you, and if you approached him without an invitation and he disapproved, you could be executed immediately. And so we have this wonderful story that teaches us how Queen Esther approached a difficult task presented to her by God for her people. Esther is a model of how to treat the major issues we may face in life and ministry. First, she gathers information. She sent out her eunuch to understand the problem. She needs to know why her beloved Mordecai um, is in such distress wearing sackcloth and ashes in his grief. Second, she considers whether God is calling her to notice the situation and to aid in rectifying this. I love her uncle Mordecai's response to her question as to whether this is a calling by God to her to act. Uncle Mordecai says, sure, God could always look for someone else to fix this problem, but you need to consider whether he actually put you in this place at this time with your unique gifts talents, position, and heart so that you can take on this very ministry or work for him. And then third, she prays. Deep, focused prayer involving her friends and her community. Not just free-floating prayers for peace and light. Focused prayer of, are you calling me to do this? What if I fail? What if I can't do it? What if I do not know how to solve it? Will you show me your way if this is where you want me to be? Please tell me, Lord, what to do, or at least how to start. Her prayer and the prayer of her friends and her community are therefore prayers of thy will be done. And then, after three days, she stands up, and I can just picture her adjusting her crown, putting on her best dress, taking a deep breath and walking to her fate to begin her work. Now, spoiler alert, she does not die and the king actually listens to her. She saves her people and Haman, the true bad guy, dies in the end. You know, you and me, we were all born at a particular time and place. By the wisdom and grace of God, this is where we have been planted. And he has given us unique talents and visions and hearts to notice places of need in work and in ministry that exist right before us. Who knows, perhaps you have come to just this place for just such a time as this. I therefore pray for you, and I hope you pray for me. May God give you eyes to see, a heart to do, and the boldness grounded in prayer to act. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.